Hello, and thanks for joining me for this podcast where I'm going to review with you my top five optimization tips. My name is Eric Garcia, and I'm an IT and digital marketing consultant working exclusively with veterinary practices. I started my career working in a veterinary practice. The reason I mention this is because it's important to me to be able to provide you advice that I feel you can actually get started implementing in your practice, understanding that you already have a limited amount of time to dedicate to some of the things that we're going to talk about specifically on this podcast. I'd like to start off this podcast by talking about the leader when it comes to search engines. You're probably guessing right now or probably have mumbled to yourself, well, that leader is Google. Google is by far the leading search engine today. The latest studies from Nielsen shows that Google accounts for close to 70% of where users are searching online today. We often hear Google, Bing, and Yahoo, and we think they're equal when in reality they're not. Bing and Yahoo only account for about 10 to 11% of where people are searching today. So even though we hear the three massive search engines often used in the same sentence, understand that Google is by far the leader in search today. So therefore, it's important that I provide you some advice on how you can make yourself visible on the world's number one search engine. And when I say visible, I mean visible to pet owners who are searching for your type of services. So I'm going to give you my five optimization tips, and I'm going to kick it off with tip number one, where we're addressing mobile compatibility. Google came out and said, hey, if you have a website and it's not mobile friendly, well, we're eventually going to phase you away from mobile search. Now, the reason Google made this change is because, think about it, have you ever tried to search for a website on your mobile device only to become frustrated to then have to go back to Google to find another website that's much easier to access on your mobile device? Yeah, me too. And Google realized that. So they came out with this update and said, hey, we are going to help the user experience by ensuring that we only show mobile websites moving forward on searches that are conducted from a mobile device. Now, what Google didn't really tell us is that if you did not adapt to this change by April, that by come May, you're going to have 0% mobile visibility. They didn't really give us a deadline. However, there are some practices that I've seen that have not yet adapted to this change who once had greater visibility in the 30s and 40% range, now in the 5 to 10% range. On average, I see 33% of the traffic being sent to a veterinarian's website coming from a mobile device. So this means if you do not adapt to this change, well, you can simply lose up to 33% of the leads that are coming into your website from mobile searches. There are some practices where we actually see they garner more visibility from mobile searches than they actually do a desktop. Now, it's not what you and I consider to be mobile friendly. It's what Google considers to be mobile friendly. What I want you to do is test your website to make sure that it passes Google's mobile compatibility test, also known as the Google mobile friendly test. Now, as simple as it sounds, you simply Google, Google mobile friendly test, and the first search result that comes up is the ability for you to 
type in your website address, click on test, and Google will go ahead and tell you if your website's mobile friendly. If you pass the test, you can wipe the sweat off your forehead and move on to tip number two, which I'll go over in a moment. But if you fail the test, you do want to make sure that you contact your developer to adapt to this change. Tip number two, you have to make sure your website's updated, especially if we're going to start driving traffic to it. So what I want you to do first is make sure that the content that's on your website is unique to your website and can only be found on your website. Meaning that if you're using templated text on your website that can be found in multiple places online, well, that's a Google no-no. And the reason for that is, is because Google does not like giving preferential treatment to websites that all have the same content because it runs the risk of providing a search result that has 10 different websites that have the same exact content on it. So if you want to optimize your visibility, you want to make sure that the content that's on your website can only be found on your website. And you can use a tool that's called copyscape.com where you can easily find if the content that's on your website can only be found on your website. Then what I want you to do is go to your three most visited pages, those being the Our Veterinarians page, About Us page, and Our Services page. The reason I want you to go to these pages is because we know, based off of information that we have, that time and time again, these are where pet owners are going to first in this order. So I want to make sure that of all the pages on your website, that perhaps these are the three most updated pages on your website. On your Our Veterinarians page, I want to see a picture of your veterinarian. I want to see a picture with them holding their pet. It doesn't necessarily have to be a professional image by any means. You can simply use a digital camera and find a nice place in your practice to take this image. On your About Us page, I want you to give me some information about your history. Why is it that you started your practice? What is your mission statement, your philosophy? Show me some pictures of who you are. If you're involved in the community, share this information on this page. Studies show that people love to support businesses who give back to local communities. Then what I want you to do on this page is provide three to five bullet points about what makes you different than your competitors. Because in short, we know this is what pet owners are looking for, and that is to compare your practice versus the other practice on that Google search. So go ahead, give them three to five reasons as to why you might be different than the other practice that they're looking at. Step number three, well, you want to go ahead and get involved with your reputation. Now, there is a podcast that I did in this series that's dedicated to just managing your reputation online. But in short, the reason you want to do this is because Google gives preferential treatment to businesses who have great reviews. And if you're in a practice in a saturated marketplace, this is more true than not. And that is because if you were in a saturated marketplace and you were to simply conduct a search that says veterinarian in and then your local community or city, the one thing that you're going to see that's common between the practices who are showing up first on Google is that all of these practices have great reviews. So in order to show up in this section, well, you need to tell Google you're worthy of doing so. So you need to make sure that you get involved with your reputation and you start soliciting reviews to your listing with Google. Again, in a separate podcast, I do have some great tips on how you can manage your reputation online. 
and I highly recommend that you listen to that podcast. Tip number four is you need to make sure that you claim your listings online and that you optimize those listings. And the reason for that is, is because unless your practice is less than a year old, you already have a listing with Google and Yelp. And you want to make sure that you claim those listings to ensure that the information that's found on these listings is accurate. Now, understand that there have been a couple of changes in terms of the listings that you should claim. First and foremost, you should claim Google. Now, Bing and Yahoo have partnered with Yelp, which now means that Yelp manages the listings that are found on Bing and Yahoo. So once you claim your Yelp listing, it's almost like you're claiming your Yahoo and Bing listing at the same time. Things that you're going to look for. One, you want to make sure that you're properly classified as a veterinarian and an animal hospital. I remember one time during a workshop, there was a veterinarian who was claiming their listing for the first time. Curious for a very long time as to why they never showed up when people were searching for them. Only to find out after they claimed their listing that they were improperly classified as a hairdresser. So again, remember, these websites, these listings, like Google and Yelp, will make the best assumption possible when they create these listings, that it is up to you to claim them and ensure that the information is as accurate as possible. Now, this change alone, by claiming and optimizing your listing, can boost your visibility and traffic online. So if you're looking for a way to ensure that you rank highly online, this one step alone, I've seen time and time again, increase the visibility for practices because you're now giving the confidence to Google to go ahead and push this listing once you went ahead and optimized it for your practice. And tip number five, go ahead and optimize the content that can be found on your website by naturally including a list of keywords. One of the many secrets to appearing when people are searching for your services online is to make sure that you use those key terms naturally within the body of your content. For example, if you want to come up when people are searching for a veterinarian, you need to make sure that you're using the term veterinarian throughout the content on your website. The most searched terms when it comes to our profession is animal hospital, veterinarian, veterinary hospital, veterinary clinic, and animal clinic. So you need to find a way to incorporate these key terms naturally within the body of your content. And oh, by the way, if you have the term animal hospital or animal clinic in the name of your practice, well, that doesn't count. That's considered a branded key term. So you need to find a way to ensure that you use these key terms on their own. Now, an additional resource titled Three Tips for Getting Started with Search Engine Optimization can be found in the description of this podcast. All right, so do you feel prepared? Are you ready to make your big debut on Google? Well, go for it. Owen, thanks for listening.